Previously on Charmed. After the big battle on the Golden Gate Bridge, Nina sent Piper to her pseudo higher realm where she sent our Angel of Destiny in the beginning. There, she hears the story along with Phoebe and Paige as Leo tells the same story that Nina is the first witch. She, along with a mate, together created the warlocks as well as the witches. The elders have chosen to send the mate of Nina to the higher realm because they are not allowed to be in the same place as Earth will shatter on itself if they are together. So Nina not only is trying to liberate the witches, but she also wants her mate back at all cost. She ends up going to the heavens to try and get into the building where they are holding the artifact that will complete her story. And Piper in the pseudo higher realm ends up running into none other than Cole Turner. Ryan, how are you? Oh, Rob, I am probably 10 pounds heavier since we last spoke. And um, I'm kind of just rolling, literally. <laughs> but I'm here. I'm here, Charmies. I'm here, Rob. And I'm actually on a supernatural high from Wednesday. Yeah, I binged all of Wednesday myself and just shows how much... I had to do over my break, but we actually had some days off from work, so I had time. But yeah, binged all of Wednesday, and I really liked it. Unfortunately, Tim Burton is not coming out of this um, with flying colors, unfortunately. Uh, due to our current state of internet and social media, anytime somebody gets any kind of good news or does a good job at anything, it is the patron's job to find the worst thing possible to keep them down a peg. And what I'm talking about is he, the world is being reminded on how racist Tim Burton is. And, you know, a big, a bigger statement that was said previously is that he admitted that his work, his storylines, his, his thought process when he, creates these movies and stories that there is no room for people of color. Um, I don't know if he specifically said black people. I mean, we've got some in Wednesday, but at the same time, most of his movies, if you notice, do not have a lot of people of color. And this is on purpose. Oh my God. So I, yeah. So a lot, I totally missed this whole thing. Yeah. So if you go to Twitter and just hashtag his name, it's all over it. And so while Wednesday is being praised to the nines, everybody loves this show, but Tim Burton is not coming out of this very well. And it's probably just a small niche of people who, again, just thrive on that. But people just want to remind, like, you guys love Wednesday and you're like, yay, Tim Burton. But just remember, he's A, B, and C. And without giving away any spoilers, if you think about it, Ryan, our lead mm -hmm. black actress that's in most of the episodes. Gorgeous, by the way. She is, but her and her mother do not have the best reputation. 
And, you know, that's actually, I was so surprised about that, but now I guess it makes sense, yeah. actually. Now, I will still go on record that he is one of my favorite directors because I love his content, and that is my favorite type of movie. And so I can't, you know, I, I mean, I'm in the middle, but at the same time, it's like, Damn. that's usually how it works. But uh, yeah, again, love Wednesday, though. Great series. Um, and I hope to get more. Whole, I am actually, I'm shocked and I'm kind of like sickened by that because I had no, I, I mean, of course, like you're saying, if you go back, it's like, okay, these are some white ass movies. But for you to actually say, or, you know, for someone to actually say there's no room for people of color, that's so crazy to me. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, that was a shock, and I'm very sad. Damn you, Tim Burton. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a nice break, though. I, I Besides that now, but yeah, I, I had a great, great time. My birthday went off wonderful. We got to do a birthday bonus on Patreon, which was really nice. Here we are, Rob. It's December. <laughs> is it December? Yeah, this is December. Yeah, when this is... Uh, happy birthday, by the way. Uh, I know that uh, some you. people didn't really get to uh, acknowledge that unless they were on Patreon. Patreon. Some people may not know that it is your birthday. It's always after Black Friday. So happy birthday once again. And hopefully thank you. You got like lots of presents. What's one thing that you got? Honestly, uh, and we talked about this on Patreon. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And my partner ended up taking me to one of the, the locations in the Dark Shadows movies from the 70s. So honestly, that was that was pretty, pretty high up there for me, just because it's been something I've loved since the fifth grade. And to actually visit like a location from there, it's it's probably what you feel when you get to see the manor in real life. Very good. Although I'd rather see the manor, honestly. Is that no. <laughs> Real quickly, was that like a paid event or you could just go to this mansion and just check it out? So it's only $5 to get on the grounds, which is humongous. It's humongous. And there was a million people walking around. And then there's an additional tour to get in the mansion, which I think probably was like ten dollars we didn't do that because the grounds are so humongous but honestly for five dollars i would just walk around this place all day this that gothic looking and meanwhile if you ever wanted to see stew stew's house from scream where the whole big shebang <laughs> took place in in the movie two hundred dollars what to 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 get a tour of the house yeah. Does someone own this? Is that why I, like they're doing like Airbnb kind of? Well, it's not an Airbnb, but I, it was an ad on Instagram and they were like $200 per person to, and you got to travel to the outskirts of California. It's insane. But yeah, 200 bucks. So that's why I was curious. For how like, long though? Like how long do you get for $200? I, not like a half hour, I hope. I didn't dig through it. All they had was how many tickets do you want? 200 per person. And I was like, nope. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> that house better look like it did in the Scream movie, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, enough of catching up. I'm sure everyone is anticipating as to what happened next in the Charm universe. 
Three Little Wickers, written by Paul Ruditus, pencils by Reno Manicus, and the original release date of June 8th, 2011. So in this next issue, uh, Piper, Piper, excuse me, uh, Paige and Leo decide to glamour and try and blend in with the rest of the demons to figure out what is what Nina is up to and figure out a way to locate Piper. Unfortunately, they get caught and are taken hostage for most of this issue. Phoebe, on the other hand, has been left behind as she's told if anything goes wrong, she needs to be back there to be able to rescue them. But because she hasn't heard anything, she's getting very anxious and Coop is trying to calm her down. She decides to use this time to create a spell to locate Nina's lost love because the cult a lost witch spell is unfortunately not working. So it's like, why search for the sister when you can search for the man? And with the man, you might get some answers. So she <laughs> attempts to do that. And Cupid just is not about this plan at all. Yeah. But long story short, it does not work. And she's just left very helpless. Meanwhile, Paige is convinced to open the gates to let Nina in so she can go after the artifact that she is longing to finish her plans. She threatens Leo and, of course, all of the other mortal humans that she loves dear, including her husband, and they will be put to harm if she doesn't do it. Leo forbids it, but again, Paige can't help herself and she opens the gate for her. Uh, At this time... She gets loose as well as Leo and attempts to try and orb back to the manor, but Nina blasts her and in mid blast, her body goes through her body orbs, but her spirit is removed from her body. I guess it's just the mixture of the two. We'll talk about it later, but now Paige is separated from her body and is technically dead, just like Kyle, who has not moved on. To wrap it up, Piper is learning more about what Cole is up to. And of course, he's very, very cryptic. But in order for her to get back home, she needs to take a bite of an apple, just like the Angel of Destiny did. And in doing so, she also has to trust Cole and believe that the apple will teleport her back home. Uh, She attempts it once. It doesn't work. She ends up passing out. And it looks like Cole is up to no good. But Cole is just as confused as Piper as to why she passed out and it didn't work. The three sisters are are going through what we call the Empire Strikes Back syndrome. (laughs) Oh, great. And is at rock bottom before it's time to rise up. And that is issue 10. So, ooh, Rob is speaking my language with that. Star Wars reference. <laughs> Ryan, uh, what would you like to talk about uh, in this issue? What in the desperate housewives is this apple? I'm sick of seeing this damn apple with Cole putting it to the screen. Susan, Bree, Gabrielle, the damn apple. I'm so glad that um, <laughs> we don't have to hopefully see this apple again, but... I got to say the banter between Cole and Piper were 
dead on, I think. Yeah, it was pretty good. Her complete disdain for the man, but obviously she demands that he helps her no matter what, which I never really understood with Piper. She loves rubbing it in his face that you will never have Phoebe again. But then she's like, don't just stand there. Help me get home. And it's like, why would he help you if you don't like him? I mean, even somebody in re- mm-hmm. in the redeeming stages of his life is still not going to take bullshit from someone who just constantly is just on him. So I just I don't know if it's a love hate thing with Piper and Cole. Like, I think she secretly really likes him, but she just can't admit it or just be that gal. So she just stomps on him anytime she gets. But she's <laughs> like, oh, you're still good, though. Help me. <laughs> Okay, so two things, right? It's like Piper's entitlement that she has with Cole. She does seem to have this with him. It's like, blah, blah, blah. Like you said, Phoebe's got a husband, kids. You are evil. You did this, you did this. But you're going to help me anyway, because I'm Piper freaking Hollowell. (laughs) I agree, Rob. I swear there was that little in between in season four where she kind of really liked Cole And then I think it really hurt her when he did this. And she does kind of have this like bittersweet thing with him right now. Like she sees the good in him, but she also is not like going to be a fool at the same time. But at this point he did say, some might say I saved your life after the thorn demon attack. So he, the last time he did, she saw him, he was doing something good. So give him the benefit of the Dow Piper, I would think. <laughs> well, he she never really found out exactly why he was around. I mean, yes, it was his goal to link Piper and Leo up. But again, it was done not selfishly, right? Like he wants to be able to get enough good penance in order to like move on or come back or whatever. So it's not done for nothing. And that is something that right. she doesn't trust. But... I noticed that Cole was still doing his arm thing. You know how he always has the left arm just arched up like it's in this permanent cast? <laughs> that is so smart, Rob. Do you think it's because the 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 person who was drawing it was like staring at these photos of Cole and he was doing that? Because you're right. That is dead on Cole. It could be. It could be. And um, I do like the tie-in, as you mentioned, from his last appearance on the show. Uh, Cole's face of annoyance, though, when Piper is obviously uh, is is obvious in one of these panels, like she says, well, you better not be trying to get Phoebe back because she has a husband and a kid now. And he looks at her just like, girl, I know, like, calm down. It is not that serious. But I mean, maybe maybe it is. We don't know. I have no idea if he is still into her, but I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, How could he not be in love with the most wonderful Phoebe? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, he she she needs to trust him. And I I don't know that I would trust him or the magic that it's going to help, especially if he's like, you must do this. Right. Uh, I I don't know. (laughs) Would you trust him right away or would you just honestly try anything just to get back to them? I think at that point, I would try anything, Rob. And again, I would go on his previous wanting to make good and, you know, kind of make amends for his own good kind of thing. And I would believe him because I would be like, why else is Cole showing up here at this point? It's a welcomed face for me, I would say, when you're in an abyss of nothing with a tree. 
<laughs> I'll take Cole. I'll take them. I love this though. So she takes a bite of the apple, and you would think—I mean, she's clearly not going to die—but she passes out. And I love that her last words are "Damn you, Cole!" And then she, yeah, she. <laughs> I love that so much. That was such a good line, and I can definitely oh picture God. her saying that, dude. Damn you, Cole! <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah, totally could see her saying. He, this. So again, yeah. Paul Rodatus is is spot on with a lot of his character choices i think lately yeah but cole was completely surprised about what happened like he was like damn this is just what i need is for this woman to not trust me even more (laughs) but he was just as confused as to why it didn't work you know apparently he did his research at this point like i know that we've read what happens next but if you can remember what did you think about this do you think that it was a deceiving act that she passes out and the apple didn't work? Like, honestly, what did you think when this happened? You know, no, I actually, based on Cole's reactions, I kind of got the idea that he was, like you said, he was kind of surprised himself. So when he said that line over her body, which was, what did he say, a matter of fact? He says, huh, that wasn't supposed to happen. I kind of believed him. I kind of believed him. What do you think the apple did to her? If you had a thought... Yeah, for some, I don't know what the whole thing. So it made her pass out, but we. Well, yeah, I mean, but was it because there was mentions? Yeah, it was very. Yeah, there was mentions of Snow White, so I just assumed she passed out. I didn't think she'd die or be poisoned or whatever. I just, she just went to sleep. But I don't, I don't know what for, you know. So I was a little confused, but I was very surprised that Cole didn't know what was going on. So something was going on, Uh, but I, I do like that. Uh, I want to jump over to uh, Leo and Paige for a second. So the issue yes. starts with these dotted bubbles and they're talking. And I thought that this, like one of these was the same demon that rose from the flames, but it's not. Yep. And I was so confused that the issue started this way. And I was just like, who are these? demons? What is happening? I just was confused. So when they shape shift and Nina was like, don't even try. Like, I know better. Like, really? I'm the first witch, bitch. Like, y'all can't fool me. Like, <laughs> so they get thwarted. What did you think? <laughs> what did you think about this plan to just glamour and, it, like, figure out what was going on? You know what it reminded me of season eight? Because I feel like in season eight, we got a lot of these intros where the action was already happening, maybe in magic school. And we saw the girls sneaking around magic school and we didn't know what the hell was happening. And you just got placed in this thing. I definitely got that with this Piper. I mean, with this Paige and Leo demon glamoring thing. But when she was smart enough and was like, like Rob said, like, I am the first with like, are you, you're using glamoring on me and you expect me not to, to, to know who you are. That gave me Nina points for sure. I mean, I, I like that she's smart enough and again, capable. I mean, it's a good plan in theory to, to listen in on things, but mm, mm, especially with Leo. I didn't mind the plan at all. I mean, it was definitely a, very risky. They had no idea that she'd be able to see through what was going on. But I wonder if it was, I mean, I guess it was smart of them to leave the, the sister with not an active power in a way, or I, I don't know. What do you think? You know what I thought though, instead, 
I thought maybe having her because she has martial arts experience, it would have maybe helped them in this situation. Interesting. So that actually brings us to WWPD. Oh, oh, God, I missed you, Jingle. What would Prue do? So the four of them are at home. You've got Leo, Paige, Prue, and um, Phoebe. And this idea comes up. Do you think that Prue would agree to this plan? And also, with her in the mix, which two do you think would have went up to Glamour? I mean, Paige, obviously, Ooh. right? Because she's the one who glamours them. Or at, yeah, because Leo can't anymore. So I believe she has to do it. Would Prue go or would she stay behind? How do you think this would have played out? Great point with Paige. I actually thought of this. Because we've seen the girls do a glamoring potion yes. and like they can glamour when they want to. So adding that aside, originally, yes, I, I would have said Paige had to go. But I think Prue definitely would have gone. You know, she's always head first. And I kind of think she would bring Phoebe almost because ugh, I hate to say it. She know, you know, that was her, you know, her sister for all like she trusts her the most, I would say. I think she would say Paige has more powers if, God forbid, something happened to them to be able to rescue them. Do you? Because Phoebe's sitting there like, well, I could do some spells, but. Okay, so you brought up spells. Do you think that Paige at this point is better at spell casting than Phoebe? Or do you think Phoebe is still better at it given the experience and time? Because I'm trying to remember some of the latest spells that we've gotten from Paige. And I'm just like, has she surpassed yeah. Phoebe at this? Or is Phoebe e like, because I know that. So here's the thing. Didn't Paige come up with like these three word spells or whatever, like cinnamon or whatever? I, I don't know if it's I mean, if it's due to just clever wording or actually the power. But it's just like I'm trying to remember when they defeated um the triad again was it phoebe that came up with that or was it piper i can't remember who Ooh. came up with that spell and oh my god that's true i want to say phoebe because she was the default spell maker that's what i'm saying but i'm like has Paige like gotten up to that level or does she still have more experience to gain before becoming the ultimate spellcaster? On, you know, this is blasphemous to say, I feel like, because, and no, not just because I love Paige. I know everyone's groaning at home, but I honestly do think, Rob, she has become the, the superior. Funny. I'm going to need receipts on that. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going by the fact that Paige was able to, in her second episode, see a spell in the book change a word from dirtbag and literally be able to do a spell and and work like i think Paige is all together overall i think she's elevated just because of her white lighter status now and all of her powers and i kind of think she can do a spell just as good as phoebe because we have seen times when you're right they don't even say it they're just like Paige, did you write the spell and she'll kind of give it to them but in the comics, it has been Phoebe up until this point because she made the number. She exclaimed, I made the spell of all spells. Yeah. It, it definitely so, has been Phoebe mm. so far. Um, I'm, I'm in the middle. I, I, 
I think she is almost at par with Phoebe to the point of Phoebe did not have to be left home alone to do spells. Right. Okay. I think if Paige was left there by herself, I think she would have. I mean, this woman saved the world twice by herself. So, like, she clearly knows what's, what to do if she's left alone. I'm not worried about her. Uh, one line that I really love that I want to bring up, you know, Nina is threatening, you know, Paige with, I'll kill your family and your babies if you don't. And then... <laughs> And, you know, Leo's like, it's an empty threat page. She'd never hurt any of her descendants. And Nina was like, you don't know my life. And then she goes, and then he's like, that's not true. And she was like, okay, you're right. That is true. I would never touch them. I was dying. I was dying. That was so funny. And it's so irrelevant, but I just thought it was so great to put in that she really tried to bluff. She, Leo was like, girl, stop playing. Girl, you ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> Sit your ass down. You ain't gonna the hurt balls nobody. balls on Leo, right? The balls. <laughs> He's got the- That's what I'm saying. The balls on him. He is immortal. Is so confident in how he perceives this first witch and what her immediate goal is. And it's not to hurt any of these women, but she has killed people during her time here, especially good beings. So. I, I just thought that was so funny of him to just be like, she ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> Don't listen to her page. She's a liar. Yeah. She's a no good liar. <laughs> no, I agree. And while we're on Nina, I don't know if this was done on purpose, Rob, but I had to write this line down. I like to change things up myself every once in a while. You ain't kidding, Nina. Yeah, that because neckline. Because when you started this comic. That neckline. It was... <laughs> You are a completely different person, Nina. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have any thoughts as to who Nina's mate was? Did you feel like it was somebody we knew? Um, was this a new character we might get introduced to? Like, at this point, Phoebe is trying to conjure him up. You would think if they would make such a big deal of her trying to commit, you know, to complete this spell, that we would at mm-hmm. least get to meet the guy. Uh, did you have any idea or speculation on who that would be? Speculation wise, I did think it was odd, like Rob mentioned earlier, that Coop was kind of against it. So it made me think that Coop might have known who the mate might have been. I thought it was him. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> yes. My theory makes no sense, but I'm just like, why are you so against this? Like, chill out. Yeah, there was no, I mean, as of now, there's no reason given that he, unless he just thought that some demon was going to come. But no, I, that was sus- suspect, as they say. <laughs> um, but then I also thought, Robbie, ha- it was going to be, yeah, someone we knew because he's kind of left as this mystery. My God, could you imagine if it was Barbus or something like that? Yeah, like somebody we knew for sure. Yeah. It wasn't Cole, evidently. So Yeah, they made it quite clear that it wasn't Cole, and that was just a misdirect for suspense. And I'm okay with that, but yeah, it is clearly not Cole. Cole just happens to be there. What is your take on the whole Kyle thing? How was that last comic that we saw that he died? Okay, we see that he's not moving on, but that he was the one to open the door for the elders. And now he's in this space with Paige where he's in an in-between. Like, was that a mistake? Was that just... So we're going to get into this, I believe, in the next issue. 
Or maybe it is this one. No, it's the next issue. Is it the next? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, Nina makes it in and then Leo and, and Paige are fighting. And then, you know, her spirit gets separated. A portal opens on Piper's end. So I think Nina attempted to send Paige where Piper is. But again, because of mid-orb, it just separated themselves. Got it. And apparently elders, or maybe if you just die up in the heavens, just like Murder House, you're able to just chill out for a while before moving on. And you have certain abilities that you can do while you're there, which is like touch things and still use your powers and all of that stuff. I mean, how convenient. I think it is very convenient. It's not, it's not giving me like lore. It's not, I just feel these are new rules that are being created and that's fine, but it's not a rule that I'm cool with. I just like, if you're going to go through the shock value of putting an arrow through Kyle's heart and yep. having him die again, like make that shit permanent. Otherwise I'm not going to care if anybody dies because anybody can just come back whenever they want. But Kyle's able to hang out until this whole battle is done. And I just think it's kind of not good. It always, it proves the point charmies that death is permitted on charmed only if you're pruned. <laughs> well, you know, Paige definitely had to deal with the idea of being separated from her body again. And she definitely needed a moment. I'm surprised that this specific death is the one that she was like, how dare you? And this is horrible. Yeah, this is the one. <laughs> well, I mean, there's never a guarantee every time that you die. And she was separated from her body differently. And I know that the stakes are higher because she has family. But it's like, I'm surprised that she was scared of this. You know, like... Yeah, she seemed like she thought she was like, this is it, I'm dead. Like, okay, I'm dead, but I don't want to be. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you think about this idea of her spirit being separated this way like does that create suspense for you is it hokey like what did you how did you like this outcome actually i bought the suspense because the last panel where we see all three sisters in various points of just separation it really did elevate the storyline no matter how wonky the whole soul separation middle ground that's even more middle ground than yeah besides that elder area where you could do the limbo um i'm okay with it because i thought it was a great ending rob okay uh so these two orbs are basically a representation of heavens and the underworld <laughs> if they're merged it'll just bring red and about, blue of course yeah bring about you know but i do love this last um panel here of uh these three sisters in their individual hell just completely distraught don't know what to do next yep. that is how you end an issue and with that being said why don't we rate issue 10 perfect all right so we've got story and dialogue images to the words that have been shown did you feel it all was coherent it made sense what did you think of the story we got yeah after we got past the dotted lines with the demon early on and we it, we're, that's whispering i'm supposed that's supposed to be whispering it made sense that the dialogue flowed well with the scenes and um i'm giving it a three i'm giving it a three rob yeah i actually really enjoyed this story and this issue altogether. uh i think the pictures and and drawings all match to what they were saying uh the this is clearly the act two of this storyline right like <laughs> 
again, uh, we're just right in the middle of things. Things got to go to hell first. And it, there was a coherent story. Everything about Cole was explained very well, at least so far. And of course, what happened to Paige, I thought was interesting. So yes, I also gave it a three. Uh, as for uh, the art, speech bubble, borders, things like that, you know, able to read uh, all the way through. Uh, I did like the artwork. This is what I wrote. I said that the art and drawings were great in this issue. This to me is the best that they have all done as getting their characters to look like their TV series, you know, actresses counterpart. Yeah, Yeah. I feel that everyone except for maybe Leo is a little off, but everyone else looks exactly how they should. This is what I like. So I was very, very impressed with this. Much improvement. I do love the 3D aspect of uh, some of the panels, how their drawings and the characters sort of like overlap the borders. Yeah, I enjoy yes. those type of um, th- that type of execution because um, not everything has to fit in every single square. I like that it kind of pops out and stuff. So um, I also gave drawing and art a three as well. Ooh, okay. So I will agree, Rob, that I definitely saw Swap Piper and Cole in a few shots for sure. Cole was dead on in a lot of these panels. Um, the only thing I'll say is there's a, again, I want to use this word roughness about this artist's work that it's not maybe as colorful as we've seen but that's okay that is okay dark charmed is amazing too but with that said page kind of looked a little off to me in a few shots and i cannot stand this green top so a matter of fact i'm so glad in our next issue is addressed page mentions this outfit on herself um so 2.5 okay very good and entertainment overall a solid three you gave it a three three okay so i gave it a two if they revealed more information as to who the mate was and what really yep. was happening with Paige, this would have gotten a perfect issue for me. I um, I don't mind the cliffhanger and the to be continued, but at least one of those things, like just a bit of revelation on top of the suspense, I think would have been great. So I gave it a two. Um, I just would have been blown away if they had more. Uh, I know that Henry is just so about like he's about to lose it. I I just don't know how this man is getting through this. Like to discover Paige's body and she's not there. Like that sucks. That sucks. Um. So yeah, I gave it a two. So it gets an eight out of nine for me for um issue ten and an eight point five for me, Rob. This was a good issue. I I really enjoyed this one. This was a nice like start to our uh, three issues that we're going to talk about today. I think they're really gaining a more solid foundation of what Charmed is by now. Yeah, it's starting to look like that for sure. I'd agree. Who happened to be your MVP? Rob mentioned this earlier. I'm echoing it. Leo's mortal balls. The balls on that man. To just be like, no, she's not. No, no, no. 
loved it. I love that Leo's so strong, so still. Well, yeah, I mean, even escaping the demons, taking the crossbow, you know, just like handling his own while he's up there on top of that, I think is why he's also my MVP. I think Leo definitely uh, stood out in this episode, for, I mean, the episode, this issue for me. Uh, how about your favorite moment? Piper and Cole going at it like old times. <laughs> Rob? <laughs> yeah, just her biting the apple and the fact that it didn't work. And she was just like, damn you. And passes out, I thought was brilliant. So enjoyed that quite a bit. Last Witch Effort. Written by Paul Ruditus. Pencils by Tess Froler. And the original release date of June 22nd, 2011. The sisters are still separated. Paige is not in her body, but breathing. Phoebe tries using many spells and tricks to find Paige and Piper, but no luck. Piper awakens after eating an apple Cole gave her and blames him for not telling the truth. Cole explains it probably didn't work because she doesn't trust him. Sam is called to try to heal Paige unsuccessfully, and Victor arrives to watch the kids as Nina starts a spell to free her children and, and to give every witch free will. Henry has a heart-to-heart -heart with Victor and then gives Phoebe an idea to tap into the power of the all to contact her sisters. Leo is still being held captive by Nina in Elderworld. Paige crosses over with Kyle and sees her mother and Grams asking Asking, ask for Prue and her adopted parents as well. We end with a group of Warren witches ready for battle. Man, Rob, man. Okay, this is what I wanted. <laughs> this is what you wanted. What's this? The Warren witches actually seen and Melinda actually brought back at the end. Yeah, uh... That that was something to like kind of take back and be like, they're actually incorporating all of these women. And so, yeah, when I saw their image, I was like, what are they going to do with her? I, I was very curious, but we got to see uh, Patty as well as Grams, and that was wonderful. I love that. And I'm glad that Paige not only wanted to meet Prue, but was like, I can finally meet her. And I thought that that was a really nice line because we have yet to see the two of them on the same screen. So it was cool to kind of put them in that possible position. But uh, Love Prue wasn't available. She's, she's, yeah. she's <laughs> still, you know, photographing in her 415 heaven. You know, that's, that's her heaven. She's still got a job. She's independent. She's out there doing stuff. So she's busy. Oh, they're calling all the witches? Oh, I'm, I can't come again. Sorry. Oh, it's a wickening? Mm -mm, can't get off. Now, I know that you are not too happy of the fact that everybody got together but Prue. So would you rather just not them use any of the other women anymore if they're just going to always exclude her? Because I think the separation is just an excuse. It's not a really good excuse. So it's like, should we even bother be using the other women at this point and just leave them out? Great point. If the next issue that we will cover doesn't end the way it did, I would have a problem. Because I'd be over it. I'm like, I'd be like, stop summoning these damn Warren witches. Not showing them, showing them off without Prue. 
but at the same time, it is in line with Charm, the TV series, right? Like we, they would call these random women for an episode and just be like, yeah, you're, you're the ancestors. Just come. <laughs> Mom, Grams can't come, but you're, you're Warren witches. So I'm okay with it. You Rob? Uh, for me, it, you know, I'm, it's not as I, I get it. Like, you know, Prue died unexpectedly and, you know, she, she got her wish. She protected her sister. She's living with it. it she just may be one of those women who just can't deal <laughs> with having to see these sisters again. I'm totally fine if she never shows up. I, I, I honestly do not need her on this show. I don't. She did her time and that was I, it. I'm fine with it. It's just more you. See, no, I, Rob, when these comics came out, the first time I heard a Charms comic coming out, I said, those mother blanks better be have Prue in those comics. I was like, it's all, the show is over with now. Get her in these comics. So... Yeah, I was looking for it originally, but... All right, well, I want to start off with Phoebe desperately trying (gasps) to call Paige because, uh, you know, she could hear her call. And by doing so, she's in this poop stand where she is very constipated and is ready to give birth to something. Rob's not lying. Why is she drawn this way? Why is she drawn this way? I have no idea what is happening. Oh my god, I, she's literally standing there, squatting, pushing so hard with her face. that I, I thought the same exact thing, Rob. It is the weirdest shot to begin. I think she's like half angry and half like raged or just screaming on the top of her lungs, so this is how you draw that. But I, yeah, I didn't get this. <laughs> and then, oh my god, so we find out that Sam has been brought into the fold. Now, when I first read this, they kind of mentioned him in past tense. So I thought that he came and went like, okay, I healed Paige. Let me know how it all turns out. I'm like, he's not going to stay. What kind of, what is this? But we find out later in a couple of pages later that he is still there and he's by her side, which I think is amazing. Uh, How did Sam look briefly? We'll talk about it when we do the art, but like, how did Sam look? Honestly, he looked... He looked okay. I, I kind of could see the Sam-esque on him, although I probably would have wanted the stubbly look on Sam the last time we saw him with that, like, five o'clock shadow kind of thing. And and Paige, I don't know what happened to her, but, like, do you see this Betty Boop, like... Betty Boop! Like, hair yes. over the one eye. Look at how she looks when she's laying down. Just so different <laughs> than her in the rest of this issue. She looks exactly like Rob's saying, like a Betty Boop, a Jessica Rabbit, a sex bot or something just in this frames. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the the shot preceding that, I love this shot. You've got like these these beaming lights hovering over Kyle and Paige. But I don't remember Kyle being this tall over Paige. Oh, good looking. Mm. Was, was <laughs> Kyle always this taller than her? I don't think so. Matter of fact, I think they were almost level. I thought so too. Th- this proportion really kind of like, but this next, I mean, but yeah, these next panels, like they gave Kyle this like mole or like, I don't know if this is like a jawline yeah. or something. I don't know what this is, but yeah, he looks like, ten, no, it looks like a mole. He looks 10 times <laughs> younger also in these um, drawings, but I think he looks great and it looks just like him. 
Matter of fact, he does these little eyes in one shot with the with this mole that they gave him. And he looks like, yeah, so adorable. And maybe he's hovering, Rob. Maybe that's what's happening. He's hovering above Paige in this limbo. <laughs> so what did you think about Phoebe calling Sam, by the way? And this is by, we get two daddies in this issue, but um, the thought of, okay, let's call Sam. I think that's smart. Finally. Oh, yeah. I think that's definitely smart. Uh, it's good that he wasn't in hiding or at least in reach to hear a call and, and be able to come through. Uh, he's doing his best to kind of give Paige space. And I think when it comes down to it, he'll always be there for her. But they don't need to have like that type of relationship. So it's good that he came right when he was called. So good for him. Totally agree. Totally agree. And then... I have to say, my favorite parts of this was Victor in this issue, Rob, because, oh my God, the, the, whole, the whole conversation with Henry was amazing, and we actually got to f- hear, finally, his feelings about Paige as well how he really cares about her and worries about her i loved victor so much in this issue i'm glad that he was here he looks great he looks just like james reed like yes the words of wisdom out of this man i i just was so blown away on how well he was written in this issue i just can't believe how good he was so great to read and this is the kind of stuff that i want to see in comic books because it's one thing to do like action sequences to steal pictures but when you've got like really good dialogue like i can read a comic for days if you've got some good stuff and i really did enjoy their conversation and it was mortal to mortal like you yes. are valid yes. to have your feelings you can even hate Paige for putting you through all this bull crap like even having second thoughts to like marrying her in the first place, get it all out. It doesn't mean you don't like her anymore and it is okay to have those feelings. I loved everything about this. So good. Just what Henry needed to hear. We get a shot of him looking at this photo of the girls with Prue originally as a kid. That's the way around it. as a long haired older sister. And I just love Grandpa Victor. We saw this on the show. They're continuing it now with their brood of children. They, have, matter of fact, they have a living room full of children now. And Grandpa Victor is there. The only thing, Rob, I wanted to see was interactions with Sam. Oh. Because he, we found out he's in the bedroom. He's still in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, Victor comes in, he's not panicking at all, you know, like he's keeping his cool, like all of this just made sense for him to do. And he was just like, get your ass up there, be a man and be there for your wife, you know, like at the end of the day. But do you see this smirk when he was like, thank you, Victor? And he's like, this is what I do. This is what I do. Like, <laughs> like you know, and I got the kids just <laughs> do your thing. Do you think it was that easy to to turn Henry over, though? I mean, he's been dealing with this for a couple issues now. The fact that it only took this one conversation to kind of snap him out of it. Do you feel that it was enough to do that? Or for honest because of the issue and how small it is like, okay, that did it. You know what? I I am, am okay with it because I think it was that mortal to mortal conversation and him saying, well, you know, listen, I got three of my own. 
and and Paige as another person I look to with with you know care and love. So I know how it is worrying about supernatural children, and it can be done because look at look at the sisters now. So I, I think it really did snap Henry into hopefully his old personality. We'll have to see after after this issue. But did you, we want the I think I want the charming, funny Henry back. Did you feel that Henry was prepared to just bone out? Like Ooh. I to me, as I was reading this, like I got a sense that he was really about like I cannot handle this anymore. Like I will just be a a good father to my children. I'm I like I can't like it just really felt he was about to walk. And I, yeah, I don't know. That's the kind of the sense I got. I knew he probably wouldn't do it, but I'm like he seemed like he was on the verge of just taking off. Do you remember we had the conversation where we kind of both, and I think you might have said something similar, Rob, where I always visioned Paige being a single character for the rest of, I hate this, the rest of her life. So if this would have happened, I actually would have been okay with it. And I would like to have seen Paige actually have to raise these. I'm sure Henry would have, of course, stayed in the kids' lives. I think he's he, he takes care of other people's kids. So, but... It would have been actually interesting. Now I'm wishing, well, maybe not. I don't want to ruin her, her relationship, but I, I would have been okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, this is the elephant in the room. You tell me if this is legit or not, because again, I just feel they just continue to make up stuff. I mean, as the <laughs> series went along, there were a lot of, oh, if you just do it this way, it'll work. Her demon half and human half and all of this, whatever. Yeah. But all of these abilities that just keep creeping up on us, and I'm just like, wow. Phoebe was able to channel the power of three and telepathically speak to not one, but both sisters, where one is dead and one is in an unknown realm. And she still was able to hit that signal like it was a Verizon tower. Like... (laughs) Help me out here. Do you feel that this is shenanigans? Because I'm having a hard time accepting this particular, like, connection or power. What is that term called? A Mary Sue when you write the character or female protagonist with every ability and they're perfect? It could border on a Mary Sue-esque ability, but, but, but the only, the only way I can explain it, Rob, is her tapping into this power of, power of the all that just so happened to be floating out and, you know, Nina's working on this thing with the power of three that we've seen is growing their powers. So this is a and they have they They won't be able to do this forever. It's, it, uh, I actually, I could see them doing this again. Why do I feel them? They'll do this again. Like I could see this progressing for them in the comic book well, form, but I'm okay if it's a one-time thing and we never see it again. Yeah. It's just the idea that she was not able to call her with the spell, and then obviously she, Paige couldn't hear the call. But then right. channeling power of three, they can now speak minds with each other and. I just, I'm like, I'm not mad at it. It's whatever, but it's just out of left field. And 
I I don't. It's just it's just a little weird. Now, do you think that because of Phoebe's uh, premonition power, uh, her connection Ooh. to sort of that realm of emotion and and mind and things like that, do you feel that Phoebe would be the only sister to be able to do that? Because she was able to link yeah. to the both of them. So, like, if Piper attempted to do this, do you think she could? Or it's only something that Phoebe could do? I think if Holly Marie Combs was in charge of it, she would have had Piper do it. <laughs> but I I think, yes, I'll give Phoebe this. I think she, because of her abilities, Rob, that's what I took it as well. I think that because she taps to her premonition, her empathy her seeing beyond kind of things, plus the power of three, plus the nexus, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah, all of it. I, I think she would be the sister. Yes. Okay. All right. So I want to move on to Piper and Cole. So Piper wakes up and they're going through their whole spiel about how to get out. The apple is supposed to work. It worked for the destiny. You've <laughs> got to trust in the magic and you've got to also trust in me. And Piper's like, I don't give a good goddamn who you are. And I, like, we will be here forever because I just don't I don't believe in you. And <laughs> like, it's just not going to work. But I was like, if you want to get home to your sisters, you're going to have to start believing. But she's not buying it at all. Uh, do you feel that there was any kind of way for you to trust Cole in a sense? I know that when Piper was able to hear Phoebe, it gave her more incentive to lay into the idea of like Cole's here for you and he wants to do right by you. What do you think? She eventually, you know, takes it and heads home. So. Yeah. I, I think at this point, Piper had no other choice. So yes, I think I would have agreed. And I think you can tell when Cole is being shifty. Like he has this way about him. He's pro he's in his own mind the last time she saw him alive let's say he was crazed with power like i, I yeah I, I believe him at this point and again if she needs to get back to her children her sisters her husband and there's no other way she's tried everything else yes yes i would do it rob we we hear a familiar spell of course yeah. uh, through this as well so that was fun to hear uh I do like this shot, this, you know, pinkish background, you know, what symbolizes is the mind and all three sisters are in the triquetra and they're talking to each other. I like this shot. This was Me too. a nice one. And then we go to Nina, who... You mean Charisma Carpenter? <laughs> she looks just like Charisma Carpenter. You're right. Yes, she does. <laughs> So the heavens has turned into a very darkish cave-like atmosphere now. You know, rocks and things are coming out of the ground and all the clouds are very dark. They've got Leo chained to this um, column. With his neck, my God. Yeah. And Rennick, oh my God, he says one of the best lines where he talks about back then. Remember back in the 80s when I got those zombies oh, to remake... Yeah the thriller video i have no idea why this joke needed to be said but this is such a odd thing for this specific dark dark lighter to do yeah 
but I loved it too. It was so random. That kind of thing would go viral today. The video and the zombies. And then they also drew him doing one of the thriller moves. I, oh my God. Yes. They did. I was so stunned that that happened. Oh, and then also just while we're on like just these poses, when Nina combines the orbs, like, everybody's rumbling around and they drew Cole kind of like stumbling on his feet, but he looks like he's like in this Elvis pose. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. And I just thought that was funny, 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 funny. (laughs) What did you think about Rennick and we got a little bit more history with the two of them. I mean, they clearly date back to whenever. And, you know, Leo's like, you know, just leave now before it's too late because I'm going to get you if I get loose. But, you know, he clearly isn't going anywhere and he, you know, wants to stick around. But they've, they've clearly got history. See, what you mentioned with the the thriller joke gave this demon more of a personality for me, Rennick, because yeah. uh, before this, I was just like, you are just a replacement Hogan. And well, who's to say that you're not going to be killed in three, four more issues from now with Nina? So the personality definitely helped because to me, he was just a bland, normal, I'm a villain and I have history. So this was desperately needed. Some kind of personality, Rob. Yeah. And I guess a thriller joke, as random as it was, did it. And yeah, Nina and her neckline has gone down even further. The kids are out to play today. But yes, with the cape, this is definitely Kira right now. I am definitely getting Kira vibes for sure. There's but- one shot that they had to have been staring at Charisma Carpenter or the artist was just, he didn't even know he was drawing on charisma carpenter because yes the cape the cape kira for sure her um reasoning for this though i just think that you know getting rid of of all this destiny and grand design and stuff and just being rewarded with her her love but also freeing all of her descendants to be able to do whatever Mm. they want I think this is a valid reason why somebody like her would want to commit this. So like, I can't fault her for the way that she thinks it's just her execution. Obviously she's hurting good people, but like Mm. she's very desperate to really get back to her man. But I mean, what do you think about her reasoning for this? Like, do you feel empathetic over like what she's going through or is this just some narcissistic, like things must go my way. I think it's a bit of both. I th- I really do. Um, but I, I do see her point with how things were run with the elders, you know, not having free will. But at the same time, I do think there needs to be some kind of checks and balances in line for some kind of magical community. Because then what? where do you draw the line with demons running amok, yada, yada, yada. So while the elders might have been wrong... I think it's you have to guide and, you know, where would they be without a Leo basically back in the day? You know, like somewhere to get you started on your journey. And it's not going to be a given that every witch is just going to know, oh, look what I can do. So I I think there needs to be some kind of higher something that, you know, at least 
checks things out once in a while. But she mentioned the cleaners and, and the Angels of Destinies and things like that. And yeah, I, I mean, the, the cleaners were a pain in the ass sometimes, but their purpose does make sense in some ways. So what, how are you feeling with this whole thing? Oh, I love it. I mean, it, it, it brings a more complex to the villain. You know, she's not like trying to take over the world or anything. She wants yeah. to make things fair for all magic. And if anything, she's, she's saying what everybody is thinking. The sisters yeah. don't like the elders either. So they've been preaching this for eight years. And Nina is just doing something about it. <laughs> I mean, that's how I'm seeing it so far. I agree. I agree. So and we, love is very strong. So <laughs> she wants that man. So we get to the end and Kyle literally says, okay, it's time to move on. So we're thinking she's literally giving up. It's time. Like we're going into heaven. That's where you're going to be. And then Graham's immediately was like, don't worry. It's not permanent. Like they are literally cheating death at this point, And I don't understand. Like how far can you go into the heavens and still get to be able to go back into your body whenever? Help me There's out like here. a chamber, beyond a chamber, beyond a chamber. You're getting closer and closer to the heavens, but you're just not in it. You're how? in a fake manner with Grams. Is that what's happening? I don't understand how we're at this point in realms, and she still is able to go back whenever. Because we were trying it's to avoid that when she died last yes. time. Right, so right. Help me out here. Like, apparently this is okay to do. It makes no sense, Rob. It really doesn't but let's say that kyle took her to this i'm assuming this is where grams and and patty spends their time like this is their home in in the great beyond in heaven but is it because he's bringing them to she's he's bringing Paige to them and not the next level kind of thing but no no and like you're like you said grams was just like oh don't worry it's not not your time <laughs> Yeah, did you like Melinda's look? Yes, because I recognized the outfit for some reason right away. Yeah. The white mm -hmm. and the hair. Yeah, yeah. She looked great, and it's nice to see all of these women together. And and I do like the idea of them just sort of being in the house and, and familiar, being familiar with your surroundings gives you more peace, so it makes sense for her to be in this situation while she's figuring out what the next step is going to be. And then we see all these women, but Prue isn't there. Hmm. I wonder why. <laughs> now, for the record, even though I did not read any of these comics at all, just through going through the series and reading up on like Wikipedia and stuff like that, I did find out that Prue does come back in some shape or form in the comics. So we have not seen the last of her. And now that it's kind of getting revealed as to why she's never around is starting to make more sense. Uh, and we'll definitely get into that in our next episode, but that wraps up issue 11. Start us Ooh. off. How would you rate this? I'm going with three again, Rob. I really enjoyed it. I think the ending really, the story just, mm. Mm, I loved it. I loved everything about this for some reason. So three, three. You're speaking about the story and dialogue. Yeah, yeah. The dialogue I thought flew, flowed really well. There's nothing I'm looking. Yeah, really quickly. 
the scenes with Henry and Victor with the dialogue was perfect. I think really, really solid work, this issue. Yeah, uh, I would agree, but I did give it a two out of three. Okay. Um, With the story, there was a lot of information to absorb in this one. And there was heavy dialogue, which is not bad. But um, there was progression in this episode for sure. Episode issue for sure. Uh, still a lot of unanswered questions. And and again, we've talked about it. I was a little confused on some of the abilities that they have. So the story was solid, just not the best, especially from what we got in our previous issue. So I gave it a two. So for the drawing, the art, the panels, I'm going to be a solid record, Rob, with 2.5. I saw Victor. I saw Henry a few times. And holy crap, this artist got down their mother's smile and eyebrows perfectly to the T. So as much as I want to say that, you know, it's not 100% for me, I really did appreciate the the looks of certain characters. So 2.5. What about you, Rob? Very good. I actually gave this a three. I, I thought that the art was fantastic kind of like in this disney is cartoon animation i mean everything was just very bright <laughs> colors yeah there was more definition in the objects in the background you know it wasn't just like just shades of color to represent atmosphere uh great, yes great panel shots i thought throughout the whole issue and again it just gave off a very bubbly well-rounded light um animation like you know facial expressions were more defined in in this issue i thought you know just look at like when phoebe was doing the telepathic stuff yeah (laughs) well not that but i mean just when she was you know trying to summon the two sisters and she had her you know fingers in the position yes like all of that was very detailed and again facial expressions were were spot on on this so yeah i gave it a three i want to give a shout out to um who did this it was david seedman who did the cover art for this episode for this issue you've got phoebe with their hands out and then Paige and piper they're doing their poses on how they use their i just i really really love this cover art in this issue and who are the the, eyes in the background it's the eyes is that nina you think like yeah, I'm kind of thinking it's Nina. Okay. Yeah. Mysterious, but though. Very mysterious. I really like that. So I just wanted to point that out to Great cover art. Uh, as far as overall entertainment, I gave it a solid two. Uh, I was entertained for sure. The ending did put a smile on my face seeing all the ancestors. It was nice to hear about Peru, even though we did not get her. Um, it is a moment that uh, should have happened. There was some attempted humor in this as well. So again, it was solid, but not the best. Oh, one other thing that I wanted to point out too is a little bit of a hint that I have a feeling we're going to get later. When Piper hears Phoebe's voice, um, Piper says, Phoebe, and then Cole goes, Phoebe, where? And so it's like, Cole, you, you're, still, you're still there. You're still into it a little bit. 
because he was like, oh, I want to see. I want to see her. Where is she? You know? <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, you're right. So, uh, yeah, with that being said, uh, this issue gets seven. Seven out of nine. I am doing a three for entertainment, and that brings me to 8.5 yet again for this issue. All right, <laughs> let's talk MVP. Rob, it's going to Papa Victor. I just loved it. I loved his conversation with Henry. He was the perfect person, I think, to get this man back into Paige. Yeah. yeah. And that relationship. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about picking Victor, but I did decide to go to someone else for MVP. Okay. Uh, Victor definitely makes favorite moment. I, I love everything about that scene. It was, it was fantastic, but I actually gave my MVP to Phoebe just for her resourcefulness on being able to contact the sisters, her continuous fight to, to find a way to get through all of this. Like yep. you said earlier, calling Sam. I just think that she came through in this issue with the flying colors. So she did a great job. Phoebe for MVP. Had Victor not been in it, I actually would have picked Phoebe as well, Rob, because of what you mentioned. I see that for sure. Uh, did you have a different favorite moment that was highlighted? No, it's, it, it yeah, it's the same. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a broken record. <laughs> the Charmed Offensive written by Paul Ruditus. Pencils by Dean Coots and the original release date of July 27th of 2011. Okay, so a lot happened on this and what is going on? You've got elderly women older than dirt going into battle, running in and just fighting in their Victorian dresses against all of these demons. You've got Leo who gets wings and is able to keep the wings. What is he now? What is happening with that? Uh, Paige gets her body back. And so the power of three is united with all of the other ancestors. They are able to defeat Nina, who they've captured and binded her powers. She was unable to complete her plan. But because of the reason as to why she did it, they did not kill her but they decided to imprison her in her realm that she created. And then for six months out of the year, she gets a conjugal visit from her mate, but then has to return to the actual high realm. So the balance of good and evil is restored because they can't be in the same place with each other for too long. We don't get to see who it is. So it is just some random Joe, which yeah. really pisses me off, but with that being said, Kyle, I believed, has moved on since the battle has been done. So we think, right? Exactly. We don't know. No and idea. Yeah. Uh, Henry, Coop, Leo, everybody came in, did their part. Even Sam helped out. I loved all the involvement with everything. And then we wrap up this issue with n two lies, two freaking lies. Okay. Grams and, and Patty admitted that they've known this whole time that Prue has been sent back to Earth to complete a different destiny. And we'll get into that. But then also she even knows about Cole and his mission to gain trust and make 
amends with everyone so that he can move on and grams is helping him do so and that is issue 12 okay i don't even know where to begin with this this is this is just so much has gone on what what is going on like is is all this making is this all charm like is all this supposed to happen Someone would say this is probably charmed in the last season, how eight, season eight charmed, but le- you know what, Rob? Why don't we we get to Leo? Because that's a whole thing, I think. Like we start with Leo and so, man's got moves. Man has got moves still, even as a mortal. And then, like you said, he ends up with effing wings. <laughs> So as a mortal, he's able to open up the gates. Oh, I still have a little bit of white lighter in me. I'm sorry. Not enough to open up the gates. Like, the first witch is, I want to say, anti-hero. She's not completely evil. So she should be able to open it, I'm thinking, right? I don't know. I just found it a little weird that he was able to open the gates. I'm sorry. No. It's the same explanation he gave with like i was a white lighter longer than i was a mortal so maybe that's why melinda has powers you know like it's just like okay okay leo okay all right do it so winged leo he just comes charging in he's got wings elders don't even have wings i don't know what this is but at the end of the issue he said something about this artifact gave me a little bit more than I, I was like, first of all, when did you grab an artifact? So I'm assuming Um, he's talking about the sword, right? I'm so glad that I was not lost. I assumed it was the sword afterwards too, because that was the only thing in his hand, but what he, he pops into his scene with sword in hand and has wings. We don't see him finding anything or picking up anything. He just has the sword. So I'm assuming this sword Gave him wings and he's able to keep them. What do you think about this revelation? Did you know about this, by the way? I I remember something with the wings, but I didn't know it was a permanent fixture. I thought it was like something like in just a one-off comic like kind of thing, but I am just like, leave this man alone. We talked about this a few issues ago. Like, I do not need Leo to have powers. I get it. You want him to be Archangel now. You know, like, uh, just leave this man immortal. Like, I honestly think, Rob, they did this because they don't know what the hell to do with Leo. And this revelation is just like, you know this is going to come out again now. He's just going to be like, like when he needs these wings, they're going to fly out or, or something like this. I'm just like, no, no, no. Let this man be immortal. Let him raise those kids as an army of them. <laughs> uh yeah i i'm having a hard time accepting what's happening with leo and i yeah i mean i'm just gonna see it play out but so far i just think it's a little too far-fetched for me it came in handy when it came down to the battle but yeah oh didn't you love his moves how he was able to like kick Renick, and then like he stepped, Damn. he stepped on an arrow which flew in the air and he was able to catch it even though he was chained to the column and, then, and unlock the lock and unlock the lock with it yeah i like yeah all of that was was interesting do you have any theories as to what is gonna go on with him is he like 
is he not a white lighter? Is he a literal angel? Uh, like, what do you think he's turned into? I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be something like that, that it's an angel or some kind of ability. And then they're going to come and say, and really, I actually have no clue what happens with Leo with this situation. Um, so I have a feeling another group of some kind of organization of the angels is going to say, oh, no, now you need to come away from you. I, I feel it coming, Charmies. You need to leave your family. You're an angel now. You got those wings. Like, no, no, stop it here. Stop it here, writers. Like, do you think this is when you realize it's a comic book? Like, when they do things like this, like, give Leo wings? Because, you know, this wouldn't have been in the show. They couldn't have afforded this. <laughs> no. And yeah. if they did, it wouldn't have looked good, I'm sure, at the time. And then these women just charge it in like, like they're... What? in the hell that was hysterical seeing the like you're saying these older women like wait one battling of, one of them goes let's get them girls i actually that like the the whole thing when Paige says onward warren witches and other inspirational charge type things like <laughs> i'm like okay all right Paige. that's when melinda she's she's leading the charge evidently so that's kind of cool yeah Throw Melinda out there. Let her die first. <laughs> okay, and so um, Paige, in spirit form, as well as Kyle and all the other elders, Paige still has her powers. Is is that a thing when you're in spirit form? Because she was able because... to, you know, do some stuff in this episode, and I, I'm just surprised that she... Was I mean, I guess because she's in the heavens, she's corporeal up there, but she also had powers, and I didn't know that was a thing when you're dead, when you didn't have your... So we've seen Grams come back, right, and use her telekinesis, but I think that's because she physically is coming back in a body. Like, at the time when they summoned her to do, like, a wickening or something like that. So that makes sense, but no, I don't... I don't think they keep their powers when they die. I thought, like, I thought we, like, we might have even said this. Like, does it get passed down to, like, it just? I don't know. Well, she had to charge through these army of demons to get back to her body, and <laughs> she. It looked like she was using powers along the way, so it just, yeah, definitely did not make sense. But um, the idea of Sam orbing, you know, Phoebe and Piper there was great. You know, like all of it made sense as to why each person was there. Yeah, uh, Cupid and and Henry and Sam coming in. Cupid with his arrow, and you know, I I just loved all of that. I thought that was so cool. That's kind of like on point. I I'm okay with him having an arrow. Yeah, I I like that. I like that as a weapon, a magical weapon. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this big battle happens, and Nina is thwarted. You know, at the end of the day, she's not able to fulfill her destiny as what she written, and. They kind of just like circle around her. Phoebe uses her, you know, emotion thing. It kind of worked, but it didn't. And then they now bounded her and sent her away. What do you think about this send off? Like, do you feel like it was anticlimactic? Did you feel that it was definitely how this should have ended? Uh, are you okay with her punishment? Should she have died? Like, what's anticlimactic? Yes. At the same time, I don't know what they would have done otherwise to end her storyline. And I am okay that it took the Warren witches calling on the ancestors. You know, I'm always for that. 
but then also the elders. Okay, so it was a potion calling on the ancestors, and then the elders were electrocuting her at the same time. So I'm, I'm like, okay, yeah, it shows that this woman was beyond powerful, right? So the ending was okay, and I actually am okay because we found out that she isn't really evil. She did do a lot of terrible things, unfortunately, for this plot to go through, but it's almost like a prison. So I'm okay with her being able to get to see the guy for six months because she isn't entirely evil, but at the same time, she can't be released, I guess. So I guess it is what it is. Okay, so tell me this, because a lot of people do not, well, they feel some type of way with um, Billy's sister, Christy, right? Now, (laughs) now she was misguided, right? And she Mm -hmm. did a lot of awful things, but it wasn't to take over the world or to be evil. She really thought she was doing good for most of the part, right? Yeah. She, I mean, she had to die. So I don't know if it's because they can't kill the first witch or whatever, but it's like, they were very forgiving of this woman when they were like to hell with Christy. Right. I mean, there's a point where like one of them is like consoling her. Like it's going to be okay. I think that's what I saw. Yeah, they, they, I think they were. Yeah, honestly. One of them was holding her because she just felt bad. I, I think that's what I saw. I might be thinking of something else. Um, but yeah, I was just like, they, they have a very big understanding on her plight, but fuck all to Christy. So, like, do you feel <laughs> there is a natural difference between the two of them, or should they have been treated the same way? <laughs> I, for, I wonder, actually, if you would have killed nina if all of the magic in the world would have gone away so that's one thing i was thinking of during this but you're right i think (laughs) it's terrible yeah christy had to die but she was raised by demons eating chicken on the floor in the dungeon so yeah what what is the parallel where is the moral compass with this but I think, yeah, you, you stumped me with that one, Rob, that Christy thing. Because, Well, I guess we'll say it was Billy because she just went like this and the fireball flew back and killed her. So <laughs> maybe the Charmed Ones would have bound her powers and uh, sent her to boarding school. I don't mind the punishment. This was very Killmonger to me. Like, <laughs> he he went about it in, in a very horrible way. Yeah. And having people killed in the process, I think a little bit of an ego and a power trip came in between her immediate goal. Otherwise, she didn't really have to kill anyone. But she felt that doing it the elders way was not going to happen. And there were a bunch of hypocrites because they keep pushing their agenda onto people that don't ask for this. And she was tired of it. And so it's very similar to that. And I actually respect the villain in Black Panther. And and I, I'm 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 understanding why somebody like him would go there. And so I guess I'm I'm OK with what happened here. I don't wish that she had died, but I think the way that they sort of stopped her was a little boring. What do you think, though, the whole thing with her killing the innocents early on was about? Did we ever figure that out? Why she had to kill all she the didn't have to. She said a line, and I just think at the end of the day, it's just casualty of war. Uh, okay. Okay. 
Because I think that's where it might have pushed the charmed ones over the edge, if anything. Like, killing the past innocence. Yeah. But, yeah, I kind of get her, too. Yeah, like, she isn't 100% wrong, unfortunately. Well, actually, well, just speaking of that, Rob, and you brought up Christy, too. Wouldn't the first witch, and did we talk about this, wouldn't this have been a better plot line for the last season? Yeah. Yeah, this is a very big thing. I mean, I... I, I would think that the death of the sisters would be something of bigger importance, but at the same time, dealing with the heavens and the control of the entire world when it comes to the underworld and whatnot, I this this is a very big epic thing. So now I'm really looking forward to how they're going to top this. Oh, great point. Great point. Okay, so let's talk about uh the whole revelation about prue like it's time we tell you what's going on why isn't prue here within the fight she's the first one that wants to protect us now she's chilling why is she here yeah so we get this revelation a new destiny is it a magical one what new destiny because she was taken away from a previous one she's now given a new one is it a magical destiny do you think yes just because this is her. I mean, this seems like it seems to be embedded in these women. Like they can't escape it, I think. Okay, so with that being said, does Prue have powers on this earth? Because she doesn't know who the sisters are. But is she does she have powers? Is she, does she know about the magical world? Like what is she doing? Is is she gonna grow into becoming magical later on i don't even know how old she is they mentioned something about maybe one day you'll see a little girl and you'll see her soul oh, that made me pissed off because i'm I like was she's like, grown no. i'm like she's a grown woman so i don't i didn't no. understand that line either from what i remember, oh, Fe- know she's a grown woman right yes and then when phoebe says she's not my little love bug I'm not her sister and her mother. Like, that is not something I want to deal with. Like, they should not have to worry about their sister being reborn as their children. And, like, isn't that the first thing that came with her, to her mind? Because, yeah, when you say, like, oh, she's just going to be reborn. And, you know, you might find a little girl. Like, when they said that, I was like, oh, no, no, no. I do not like that. I do not like that for the character of Prue. I'm sorry. Do you do you have any idea what her destiny is, if you can remember? You don't have to tell me, but do you know what her destiny is? And does and if you do know, does it make sense? From what I remember, actually, I am excited, Charmies, for Rob. If it's what I remember, I'm excited for Rob to see what they came up with. Because I think he might say, okay, okay. Okay. Very good. Uh, but... It is a it is a kick in the balls, I think, to just tell them, by the way, you know, your sister was reborn. And um, yeah, we just didn't tell you, even though it was like a kind of a lie in a way. Well, yeah. so Graham says that we don't want you looking at every single chick down the street and thinking that it's her. So it's to give you a peace of mind. You've already moved on from the grief period. Like, why go through that? But I wonder if as a charmed one and as a sister, did they have a right to know regardless? I think so because they are so in touch with the afterlife as we see in Graham's and mom came continuously and they gave updates 
Graham's got her hair done and changed. So yeah, I think they could, they could, they should have known this a little earlier, but I get it now, but why now this is like, cause I think this was the grandest battle they'll ever fight in their life, I guess. Yeah. So Prue is here on earth this whole time. Who would have thought? Then we get another revelation. Cole made a deal with Grams to be redeemed and also move on. The first step was to win Piper's trust. The next step is to find Prue. So he's been given the task to go out and look for her. How is Grams coming? What power does she have to give this man a, a, a new... A lease on life help, what is she holding out on us help me out with that one <laughs> i am so surprised and i'm i because she's the grandmother of the charm ones that's why i really don't know how she's able to do this now this is sh- rob shenanigans shenanigans i get it like i like the subplot of her working with it but how is she promising this man this no either she's gonna have to be like i lied cole I just want I, I just want like I want scenes to tell me how this deal even came about like who contacted who like how did Oh yeah deal, like I want to know like how this happened this is a weird deal and how did yeah how did he even get access to her this is weird this is weird so now Cole has to go find proof so are you saying that mom and grams don't even know what she looks like they just sent her back and they don't even yeah. know yeah, and that, again, that pisses me off so much. <laughs> it pisses me off. It pisses me off, Rob. Can we just talk about really quickly, we saw the other two Angels of Destiny show up? We did. Where? Yes. Um. Oh, uh, that's, the, oh, that's what he looked like. I was trying to figure out if that was somebody we knew. Isn't that the one we hate, though? No, no, no. That's the one we like, right? He was the season four one that kind of was like, I thought you were giving up too soon. Yeah. No, he, yeah, he was the one that, um, yes, 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 yes. He's the one that we liked. They, they gave him a name and, mm. and yes, I do remember him. And then yes, the other angel of destiny. Oh, I love it. I didn't even put that together. I love so that. that is great continuity because we got the random one that we just saw eat the apple. We don't care about her, but <laughs> <laughs> the other two. Yes. Good catch. Good catch. I like this. So, so this isn't the angel destiny that gave them the opportunity to give their powers away at in season two. This is the one that yes, who goes to Piper. It still wouldn't have changed your destiny. And they go, you're pregnant. Okay, so that is him. Okay, I had a different um, elder in mind. Gentleman. Yeah. Yeah, there's that other white elder with the beard and the gray hair, and he got a pie in his face. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, think it, I think it was him. But um, yes, yes. Okay, now I know who this is. That's all. I didn't even put that together. That's funny. That's crazy. Okay, very good. And they did mention, Rob, that they took away this whole thing that Piper's children are going to have to be the next Charmed Ones. That's and that right. it may, it may pass down naturally. Which, Nat- okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess I like that. I mean, the elders are seeing the error of their ways. I mean, they literally was not responsible. They were part of a gigantic war that just happened because they can't keep to themselves and mind yeah. their own damn business like do you see the like the turmoil you bring 
even to the first They'll literal be back. witch. Ah, I feel it. You know they're going to be back. They're probably regrouping right now. That's funny. <laughs> well, there's, so there's this family portrait panel saying goodbye to Grams and Patty. And did you notice that Sam is on the other end of like Paige and Henry? I was like, why couldn't you just put them next to each other? Like, do they really have to be that estranged? Yeah, it kind of. They don't want to. Put, they don't want her to be to have this man as her father. They're like, no. I just think like everybody is next to their significant other. So why not put Sam where Paige is? It's just weird. It does, and he would probably feel more inclined to stand next to her. I think. Yeah. If a person like one of us, I think we would have went by her. She's our daughter, but yeah. Now, oh well. Grams and Patty and Cole are talking at the end of this, but they're still in the higher, not higher realm, excuse me, the the heavens, right? So he has access to up there. Am I, am, is that what I'm looking at? Uh, maybe Grams was able to do that too for him because she could do whatever the hell she wants. And he says, lies, liars, you lied to your daughters. <laughs> okay, well, the last thing that I had here was... Uh, I wanted to talk about how elders and other magical beings just overall, even when they're killed, when already dead, they still have a window where they don't move on and they can still have all of their powers. Like there were elders that were still being killed. And Kyle mentioned, like, there are some elders who still haven't moved on and they're helping. Like, when do you officially die? When do you officially move on? Like, I don't understand sort of how all of that works. No sense. No sense because I'm sure there's going to be one that was like, I ain't moving on if I could just stand here. And where do you, because Uncharmed, you're right. We've seen elders die. And then you mean to tell me these people, let's say if they were a good elder, they did the most wonderful things. They never had any issues. So that spirit or that being just ceases to exist if you die again. It did, never made sense in Charm to begin with. So I, I loved the good place theory. Uh, I, I really don't want to, I don't know if I should say, because it really spoils the literal last moment of the series. So maybe I shouldn't oh. say anything, but their explanation as to what happens to you after you die, I think works for me. And I would put it upon myself to adapt that to Charmed. Charmed. So wow. I will just leave it at that. But The Good Place does a really good example of what happens. So um, so yeah. look that up, Charmies, if you yeah. don't. If you're not if you're not inclined to watch the series, maybe you could see what Rob's talking about. I'm yeah, I don't want, I don't want to spoil it. Um, I'll tell you Ryan later. <laughs> I'm glad we ended our arc, Rob, on this new setup of storylines. So we're gonna switch to the the <laughs> the search for Prue and her likeness. Yeah, um, and no <laughs> more Nina. Um, but Rennick just sort of disappeared out of nowhere. We don't know what is going on with him. Did he die? Did he get captured? Did he leave? You want to bet that they killed Rennick and we didn't, they didn't even say it. I feel like they did that shit and we, they didn't even acknowledge him. Well, it, to me, I feel that they just put in so much story between him and Leo. I, this can't be the end. I, I, he has to come in at some point and, and sort of deal with or get some kind of closure. But we'll see if he returns. Um, so what did you think of issue 12? 
Charmies. Oh my god, I swear you're not hearing deja vu, but a th- a three. I love. Oh well, we're not even numbering. But yeah, I loved it, Rob. I loved it, and at the same time, I hated it. But the Prue part. But I loved everything else. But the whole don't look down the street on that little girl might be your sister. <laughs> Who knows? You don't know. I unfortunately was not a fan of this issue, to be honest. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, could... I really wasn't. I mean, it sounded like there were a lot of great things to talk about, but overall, I just did not like how this story was closed up. Um, the The dialogue when Leo was trying to escape, I just thought was terribly written. I'm just going to go back and just mm-hmm, read a couple mm-hmm. of lines from this. I just thought it was just the weakest dialogue. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Rennick, you really should have stayed retired and miss all the fun. Ha. And then he goes, your mistake. And then it goes to, you know, Leo kicking his ass or whatever. Chalk one up for the powerless mortal. And then he again kicks the arrow Got it. And then next time, don't use restraints found up here. I was just like, what is like, what are you guys talking about? Uh, Exposition, exposition dump. You know better than anyone how useful dark lighter poisoned arrows can be against our magic. And yet the arrow still works against evil. And then he's talking to himself. So he goes, Leo, so, you really could have come up with a better escape plan because he's kind of getting like cornered with the demons or whatever. Yeah. And then again, just him being like, it looks like I got a little bit of white lighter in me still. And I'm just like, this is weak. This is weak. I didn't like it. <laughs> so the story and dialogue for me, I just didn't really like. I do appreciate sort of Nina's like mission statement and her plight and what she's trying to yeah. do. I respect that it wasn't bad, but again, dialogue just kind of was thrown in there and like a five-year-old wrote it to me. I just was not impressed with this. So I gave it a one. I just, the dialogue just didn't work for me. Now I totally could see that actually reading when you read that back, the whole mortal thing is too, is so stupid. But I'm glad you liked it though. So, you know, the story and everything kind of worked for you, just how they, you know, wrapped everything up or was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would have liked a better way to probably wrap up Nina, but I mean, I'm okay. Like I said, with the whole three different things had to be used. The elders, the ancestors, the spell, the potion. I mean, I guess this is what you do. Yeah. So ranking the issues for drawing and art again, 2.5. I like it. I see the characters, but I still haven't found my ideal charmed look yet. Okay, this one gets a one again for me too. Just from the (laughs) last two issues on how well they were drawn, this is a dramatic difference. I mean, just look at Phoebe and Piper just by themselves. They look nothing alike. Anyone. They just look like two brunette women with specific outfits on. Like They are just drawn so horribly in this this is a completely 180 like not or sorry not 180 this is complete like like 180 of like how they were drawn previously why did we resort back to this and while this isn't bad this is just not an improvement of what we saw earlier and so like nobody looks like how they're supposed to look it's darker there is a little bit of rustic like old fashioned i thought of like tells the crypt 
sort of like mm-hmm. creep show, like horror comic book art. That's kind of what I got yes. from this, which is not a bad thing, but the other issues were different than this. So I just didn't really like it. So I gave it a one, not my bag. Nina gets another look for the, the 11th time. And a matter of fact, I went through it quickly as you're speaking. Every woman in this comic, every ancestor, everyone looks miserable. I mean, not, I, I know a lot was going on, but they kind of do. Like, if you look at Phoebe and Piper, they just like, like, w- w- like mangled faced women. <laughs> uh, my overall entertainment was there was just enough that it wasn't a total bore. Um, I was very surprised about Leo's wings, hearing about Prue, and then also the Cole and his secrets with his mission. Um, this family just really loves lying to each other. I just, to protect them, (laughs) they just, to protect them. It's always because I wanted to protect you. It's always like the big fight I thought was a little blah to me. Um, Mm -hmm. I gave it a two. Okay. For entertainment. So this got four out of nine, not the best. Wow. This might be your lowest rated issue. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Um, Prue things aside, again, a three just because of those familiar faces. They won me over, Rob. You show me uh, the old Angels of Destiny. You show me Graham's Cole interacting. I'm a sucker. That's awesome. No, I think that's very cool. I'm glad that you got some enjoyment out of this. And I totally missed that whole Angel of Destiny thing. So good look. Good catch. So 8.5, this was the issue, three three issues of 8.5 for Ryan. This is a, whatever that is. So MVP, Rob. Uh, I chose Leo again. Uh, I thought Leo came through, regardless if I understand why he has wings. I just think the, uh, the, the way that he came in fighting, you know, pacifist my ass. This man will cut a bitch. And have a mean face on it when he does it. I mean, he was—he looked like he had wings before. Like he—he's—he's he's like, yeah. And then Piper's like, "Give him back." She's like, "Well, hold up now. Let let exactly. Let's, let's see how this plays out. Let's let's. Here, I'll, I'll put him away so you don't have to look at him. But I, I'm gonna see where this goes. <laughs> I'm um, telling you, we're gonna see floating heads. <laughs> Leo's gonna be talking to people. I feel it. God help us. Um, so my MVP was the power of three. Very coming good. together, you know, battling. Um, which leads us also to you. Did you have a favorite moment, Rob? Yeah, my favorite moment was just the unveiling of the wings. Just seeing like my jaw dropped. Like I was like, he has wings now. What is happening? Yeah, total shock uh for me. And you know, I wish that I didn't know anything about Prue, but there were just people just in my ear while we did the, you know, brunch with the Hollowells TV series. And so I knew that she was going to be in these issues. But if I had known and read like Prue is on earth, I would have lost my shit. I would have lost it for me. It was just a matter of time of when she was getting into this. But I was like, if that was a reveal for the first time, I would have lost my mind. I did love the battle of the Warren witches. That was my favorite moment, Rob. And it seems that 
Red Bull gave Leo Wings this issue. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was issue 12. And looks like it was a good set of issues to kind of get through. And overall, we got a we, we got a closure. So now we are going to get into a new story. I had a lot of fun talking about this. We talked about a lot. My voice is like almost going out. We've been chatting for quite a bit. So let's wrap up this episode. Uh, next week, we are going to do a one-off episode because uh, issue 13 is just a, a standalone issue that doesn't create a new story arc. So you heard correctly next week, you are going to get another episode next Sunday and not in two weeks. And we are going to focus solely on issue 13, which is Piper's place. Maybe we'll have some charming confessions to do on that episode. Yeah. If you guys have read this issue, and have opinions about it. I did hear some people say this was their favorite out of the entire comics. So we would love to get your opinion and voice them on the podcast. You can leave a voicemail or DM us at Brunch with the Hollowells on Instagram or BWTH podcast on Twitter. But yeah, we are going to focus all on issue 13. And then again, the week following that, we'll go right back on schedule and go to our bi-weekly episodes. So yeah, look out for another episode next Sunday. Exciting things, Charmies. Have a wonderful brunch. Yes, enjoy your brunch or whenever you are listening to this, and we will hear you next time. Bye. Owning a restaurant of her own has been Piper's dreams for years. Now it's finally real. Opening night is a huge success, and she's the talk of the town. But the additional workload, along with the magical turmoil of late, has taken a toll on our whole family. A child's misguided spell has disastrous results, as Piper learns whether or not she can truly have it all while she copes with a situation that would leave other moms quaking in their shoes. Quaking. I know, I was going to say, okay, callback, right? (laughs)